0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Medicine of Being Human podcast. I'm your host, Sina Maria. So I posted, I think, over a week ago saying that I was taking a break from social media and taking a break from the podcast. um, And not too long after that, a new series for the podcast came through with my Ascension Guide Leah or a series Andromeda that you've heard on previous episodes if you've tuned into those. We've done a couple interviews together. So I'm back. Um, so there was only a week off actually, which was which is great. I'm glad to have more content out there and to share this series with you all because it's really special. So what we're doing, it's a seven-part series, and so every week for the next seven weeks we're gonna be Sharing an interview that is about a pillar of the seven pillars of ascension. So, Ceres uh, created this body of work. Um, it's in the form of an online course right now, and it takes you through the seven pillars of ascension. And um, she's been revamping the course and just thinking about ways to make the content exciting and accessible for people. And I'm a huge fan of the course. And so, we it felt really natural and fun to do a free podcast episode for everyone to learn about to start learning about the pillars um, and really to start familiarizing people with more of a structured approach to ascension um and so that's what we're doing and so the intention was twenty to thirty minute episodes, and this first one was fifty minutes so you know we'll see we'll see how they land for the next 6 weeks but that's where we're starting so we we really went into a lot of of great stuff um, so before i go into the specifics of the podcast i just want to share a little bit of of personal updates um so i've been off social media for over over a week maybe almost 2 weeks now and i am definitely going to be doing a Shorter podcast episode about my experience and what I've been learning because wow, it's a whole new world out there, guys. Like, <laughs> there's so much more to life, um, and and it's also been really cool to see what I feel aligned with um, and what I do find myself very intentionally going onto Instagram for, for example. So, a lot more to share there, but I just want you to know that that's coming, and I will be back on soon. Um, But my relationship with it is going to be completely different, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, This weekend, I'm flying to Minnesota tomorrow, actually, to be with my family um, and to bury my grandfather. So that's one of the reasons that I took this Instagram break and decided to pause on the podcast and just really slowed down. Um, I haven't been in winter for a couple years. I was traveling for the last two years uh, which was really fun um, and not very restful. And I'm realizing the the beauty and the magic that is here when I tune into the cycles of the land that I live on and really stay grounded and rooted and connected to this land um, and experience winter and, and not leave. And I will be traveling actually a little bit coming up. Um, it's a short trip, but Besides that, I've been really slow. I've been reading a lot, um, taking my mornings to practice kundalini, a thing that I've recently gotten into and doing a lot of cooking and, and just being with, with friends. So it's really lovely. And um, I, I just want to send these relaxing winter vibes to everyone that's tuning in. Uh, and then one other big chunk I want to cover before diving into the podcast itself is uh, there's a cosmic update. I mean, holy moly, there's a lot going on. And the one thing that I've felt a little um, unsure about is the fact that I've just stopped putting out my empowerment reports, or sorry, my embodiment reports and any cosmic updates for people, which I know that a lot of people tune into to know what's going on astrologically and energetically in the collective and so I really want to give that to people and make sure that we're all we all have this information so um, a quick overview of where we're at now it's a wonky week um, I'm posting this on thursday january seventeenth twenty nineteen so we, as of last night, entered the energy of this upcoming full moon lunar eclipse um, in Leo. It's it's a big one. It's a super moon as well, meaning it's um, close, the closest that the moon ever is to the earth. Um, so the moon's going to be big in the sky. You can watch this eclipse from certain places in the world. And um, yeah, so we're already feeling that. That's, that's big stuff. Um, and I'm not going to go too deep into each of these because there's so many things going on. So I'm just going to give you the the overview and um, you can dig into these on your own. Um, we're still in a wormhole. So up through February 4th, we're in this period of time where everything is moving so quickly that it can be really hard to catch your bearings. Um, it's deep, fast shifts and expansions. And so this is kind of a time to, to really let go and try and enjoy the ride. Like nothing's going to solidify until after this wormhole for sure. If it ever really solidifies, um, all planets are direct. This is huge. So we do go into this actually in the podcast. Um, we go into this galactic reset and all planets direct that happened right as we entered 2019 almost. And, um, that, hasn't happened in a long time so for two months up to the equinox the March equinox and the spring equinox in March I should say um all planets are moving forward which is a really potent time where it's a blank slate right now and we're astrologically supported to really create and put things in place that we want um, to choose to live in the way that we want so be easy there's a lot going on um and like there always is and we're really preparing in really big ways We're twenty 2020 is less than a year away so I'll be going more into that soon but I've been feeling the potency of what 2020 represents not that I know consciously what that is yet but um, if anyone has been tuning into that I just want to share this so that you know that you're not alone and Um, We are very much actively working and and preparing for this. So lots of love. Be slow if you can. Um, Try not to take things too seriously right now. Just be. Enjoy as much as you can. So... This episode is really great. I'm really excited to be sharing this. Um, and one thing that's not so great is the audio quality. The way that we had it set up, we actually... You can hear audio echoes when I'm speaking at some points. So the good thing is, series is speaking much more than I am. So you don't have to hear the echoes for over 90% of the podcast episode. But just know that... Um, that is there and it will not be happening going forward we figured out what we need to do to to make it more enjoyable and not have any audio issues so apologies in advance for that but it's not that bad so hopefully it doesn't affect your enjoyment and receiving of the information so in this episode we talk about we go into deeper detail about why now through the spring equinox in March is such a critical blank slate for us to plant the seeds of potential for our highest purpose. It's a big deal. Why and how we can choose to show up for the new and to activate our new paths and templates and how to choose to align our frequency space. How um, without choosing to align with the new, we can continue our old karmic patterns We talk about the new galactic Earth cycle as of 2019. We talk about how embracing your ascension path right now will result in the easiest and most supported means of forward expansion on our journeys. Why inspiration is the first and foundational pillar of our ascension journey and how this raises our frequency to embrace the limitless potential of our ability to create. We talk about the natural cycles of disinspiration or depression or feeling stuck or feeling low frequency and the flip side of inspired, high, kind of joyful, high-frequency energy and how inspiration actually helps us get unstuck and how accepting these natural cycles of disinspiration is actually empowering to us. We also go into the similarities and differences between the law of attraction and ascension belief systems. And we talk about how ascension, overall, the, the point of ascension and why I talk about it so much is Ascension helps you be more of yourself. That's what we're here to do. So without further ado, here's the episode. I'm here with and Andromeda. Yeah, so we're doing this series, it's gonna be seven weeks and it's about 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, we'll see how long we go today. Um, and speaking on different uh, topics and themes central to our Ascension Journeys, and following a structure that Ceres has, has created um, through an Ascension Essentials offering that we'll be sharing more about. So, but we wanted to just get this information out there as this is a new year. There's a galactic reset. We'll go more into why this is such an important and powerful time to do this work in a little bit. Um, but these are, are an offering for you for all that are tuning in to, um, yeah, to, to support your your growth and your journey and your expansion and your path. So today we're going to share about inspiration and empowerment. Um, and maybe we can start by defining inspiration.
1: Yeah. do Do you mind if I just...
0: Yeah, of course. It for a that moment,
1: okay. Yeah. Hi, everyone, and welcome. And um, continuing from what Cena said, this is going to be a seven-part podcast series, small podcast that are based in and build on the information in the Ascension Essentials e-course that I am encouraging people to get and to get with the Q and A and to uh, and I'm going to have a seven videos that I will also do over these seven weeks. They're going to be released um, at the same time. So for the next seven weeks, there will be a podcast and a video that build from the course. And I invite you all to do that with me and with us in real time. Of course, these will be recorded so you can go back and find them later. The video series that I will do will be material that is that is unique, not in the course. And then this series of Cena will also be unique material unto itself. It will have a life of its own that builds, grows from, and builds on the material in the course. So um, you could watch one of these. It could be standalone. And the whole series will be much richer and more meaningful if it's done in tandem with the course. So um, please, everyone, at the beginning of this new year and new cycle, I invite everyone to just honor their highest potentials and their ascension path and unique purpose, which kind of are one in the same, actually, ultimately, and to make use of all this that we're offering and to please get the course. And um, if that doesn't seem feasible, you can email me. We'll share the information, get in touch. There's always a way to make it happen. Um, and that's it. So, happy New Year, new cycle, everyone. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Let's make some awesome things happen. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes.
1: Okay. So, Sina, yes, please interview, facilitate um where are we starting
0: (laughs) we're starting with inspiration so how do we make new things happen where does that come from
1: okay well um as of right now i want to speak to to right now because it's such a special time for new right now in january this month we're not just at the beginning of a new year but we're at the beginning of an entirely new galactic earth cycle our seeds of potential for our highest uh, purpose, for the rest of this incarnation are coming in and activating from now until the spring equinox. The reason that they have not come in prior is because we needed the galactic reset of the last solstice. If you imagine that you have some beautiful organic seeds that you wanna grow new, pure, amazing crops from You wouldn't plant them in soil that is still full of Roundup. (laughs) So that's what it would have been like if these potentials that are coming in now came in for us to work with before. So the galactic reset means that we have a purified space at the level from which we manifest, the level where creation begins for us here. We have a blank slate and perfectly timed, of course, our newest seeds of potential for our highest purpose that we will be working with for the rest of this incarnation are coming in and available to activate right now and into March.
0: Wow. Can you, can you repeat that? That feels really important. Yeah. <laughs> Just the last part.
1: Yeah the seeds for our highest potential for the entire rest of our current incarnation are becoming available to us and activating now through march the seeds for our highest absolute highest potential fullest purpose for the rest of our current incarnation those potential seeds are coming available to us activating now through march that is why this is such a potent time to um for people to open to and embrace their ascension path and through that find activate their unique purpose um also i do want to say that because what held the old in place was released through the december solstice that means that all the distortions that accumulated during all that time that the karmic roots were held in place those distortions are now just free to release Hmm. there's no roots holding it in place okay So the experience of that at the more surface levels will be disrupted. It will be emotionally and psychologically intense. There is and will be more fear releasing through the collective, more polarization. The remnants of those karmic distortions are flushing through the upper levels, the more surface levels of experience. One of the things that that means is that it is also very important for us to choose to focus on and activate the new. If we get pulled into um, what's playing out in the world, or we just continue business as usual, we will just recreate the old out of habit. Mm. So we have to choose to be available to and activate and align with the new right now. We have a blank slate to do it that we have never had before. We have fresh soil that is pure and beautiful and amazing for our new seeds of potential. But we have to show up to tend that brand new garden, or we will just keep cycling habitually and or with the world in the old separation karmic patterns. We have to choose to show up for the new. It has to be an intentional choice right now
0: mm. so we kind of have to like pull ourselves out of the the, the loop yep. that we that's, were used to exactly. we're used to being in these loops and now we're like wait uh,
1: that's it exactly yes yeah. okay yeah and 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 that has to be something intentional that we dedicate to not just a single moment choice we have cellular memory we have dna memory we have mental emotional memory that is entrained to those old distorted patterns So we have to really create a way to live in alignment with the new and to keep opening to that and progressing into that. Even while the surface world will seem more distorted and disrupted for a while, and it will. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, and so we also want to take responsibility for, how we own our experience, what we give our energy and reality to, Um, claiming our ability to align with our highest reality and choose our frequency space and not let the outside surface world determine that for us. Because Mm -hmm. at the most surface levels, the 3D world is going to be messy for a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So choosing how do we go about choosing and is this a good place to start with the first pillar is that can tie it in together yeah sure
1: sure 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 well the first pillar in the course um, the first pillar of ascension in the e-course is inspiration and Sorry if you can hear that dog. So the, um, and I I was thoughtful in designating an entire section with only seven sections to inspiration at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because in a way it can seem like a given. Well, of course, if anybody's spiritually inclined or, you know, of course, inspiration is what we do or what we love. But really, heart-opening heart inspiration is what gives us incentive to care and to step out of the old. Mm-hmm. Why? Why not just stay in the old thing? Right? I mean, who cares? So when, when something inspires us, when something touches us, where spirit and soul meet in the heart, and when something lights up in our hearts, the love potentials that we know that we can be an effect here, and that stirs us in a profound way, and we make contact with that really pure power and joy, then we are willing to, let go of old things, let go of old comforts, go through the challenge of change. Our priorities shift when we're inspired because what really inspires us and touches our heart becomes more important than all of the things that we're attached to that could delay change, right?
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: inspiration is what calls us into our ascension, into our purpose calls us out of the normalcy of a survival fear life and into fuller octaves of love again Mm -hmm. and so we come back to that again and again and it is a practice it is a practice to come back to inspiration and when we build inspiration into our life as fully as possible. It also literally energetically connects us with the bandwidth of light that helps us feel like what we need to do is doable and that we're supported and connected and loved. Mm -hmm. And that where energy was stuck, it can be flowing again. Um, So beyond just the pleasure and flurry of intermittent inspiration I offer it as the first pillar in the course because it's really what calls us. It's what calls us forward, and it also connects us with the light that reminds us of what is possible
0: mm-hmm.
1: and gives us the frequency support often that we need.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I like that you that you're talking about inspiration as a frequency. Um, and I often think about like ch- children. And you know how children play and they're, they they want to play with that one thing and that's they want to sing the song in the middle of the restaurant you know whatever they whatever they want to do because they're, it lights them up and they're just inspired. And, and why not? <laughs> yeah. And like what's what else is the point? Like why else right. am I here? Um, so I, I feel like there's a really beautiful simplicity in tuning into what inspires us personally in each moment. And that to me feels like one way to choose, to choose our, to get out of the loop, for example. Absolutely. yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you know one of the things that we graduate from in ascension is all of the very very heavy mental programming Mm -hmm. the mental programs and emotional as well that will talk us out will talk us out of discourage us from things that we're inspired about and know that we can do or want in other moments right and we Mm -hmm. all know what that shift is we feel really connected and empowered all these things are possible and then we're out of that inspired space and there's this kind of slow encroachment of old mental emotional patterns often it's very unconscious mm-hmm. we notice the effects as we become conscious we notice the messages when they come in when we're still coming when we're still beginning to come conscious we just notice the dulling effect And we notice that we're questioning in our heads, what we were totally open with and excited about three hours ago or whatever. Totally. So I really like what you're highlighting here because when we go into our heads, there's all, it seems like there's all these questions that we need to answer these problems we need to solve. Um, inspiration's not enough. I've got all these things I need to make a certain way. And the list is so long Mm -hmm. and the inspiration's not realistic enough. And, you know, so, and the head will say, you need to answer all these things. You can't just open up and be inspired. The wisdom of children is that when it has, when this Capacity has not been shut down in them completely or yet. They will just show up and open up to what they enjoy, which is kind of what we're calling inspiration. And life flows through them. Like that's what I hear you saying. So then like the stream of fullest joy and highest question of light just gets to flow through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what I hear you describing with the example with children, and we have all these stories about why we can't just go into that space, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we yeah. can, and when we let ourselves go into that space, magically, all those other <clears throat> worries and stories and problems, um, their importance starts to drain. Mm-hmm. Their importance starts to drain. So, yes, it is a frequency shift, and your reality literally shifts. We come back to a space of inspiration. Right. And we right. begin to view our own lives from a higher dimensional level again. Mm-hmm. Instead of the 3D level of problem management, when we're inspired, we're viewing ourselves and our lives from a higher reality again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, everything really shifts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's like a yeah. child, you know, I'm sure many of us can picture a child lighting up in joy I and mean, they, they actually light up like you can see them when they're, they're happy or singing or dancing in a puddle or whatever. Um, and it makes sense that if we can light up, allow ourselves to light up like that, then everything in our lives lights up and is a different frequency that we're working from. Right. So so let's talk a little bit about like getting stuck, becoming disinspired and then we're stuck and how to come back to inspiration, how to choose it. Yeah, so this is um
1: <clears throat> So this is going to vary for everyone. I want to say that absolutely. And for those of you that choose to um to go through these seven weeks with me and also with Sina and do the course, I really encourage you to do the Q&A option because this would be the, the place that you would, you would use it. So I'm gonna talk about this in general, but I wanna be clear that this becomes very individual. What happens when we are, are outside of inspiration and we cannot seem to access it? Um, varies a lot from one person to the next. Um, First and foremost, the idea is to just keep our hearts open to ourselves and to know that we will go in and out of inspiration and to soften the reflex, to call it a problem when, We want to be inspired or we can't, or we don't want to be inspired. Some sort of negativity has closed in, our frequency has dropped, or we're feeling challenged in our lives, discouraged, whatever. Just to say, okay, this is the space that I'm in. There's gonna be fluctuation. Our ability to stay in self-love through that is the priority, whatever that feels like. And we really don't have to call it a problem. We want to be able to get fluid moving in and out of different spaces in and out of different frequency places. Mm -hmm. So for some people, this will seem like extended periods of very heavy depression and they will not feel like that they can pop out of it and they will need to build certain tools and practices that are very, very strong to come back. Um, other people will be able to move back and forth more quickly Um, one of the things that we're doing here as we ascend is we learn to balance the yin and yang which is male female and and um, it's also shadow and light so shadow sounds negative because as humans <laughs> we have tried to hide all our fear in the shadow <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's it's shadow's not a problem actually once we clear all the fear <clears throat> so so as we uh, ascend we balance shadow and light now until we do that For most people, there will be polarity swings. There will be polarity swings. So if we have periods of heightened creativity, heightened inspiration, new light access, increased empowerment. It is natural for a couple of reasons to then have a following cycle in which we experience the opposite. Generally speaking, we are visiting just the shadow counterpole, which in and of itself is not a problem. But there's usually some guilt and fear stored up there, and once mm-hmm. that shadow counterpoint is is connected in our center. It's not a problem. <clears throat> the other thing that happens, which I talk about a lot through the course in different ways through almost every section of the course is that when we become really inspired and I, it's okay, this isn't a setup, but to a degree you can, people can expect it will happen. If we have a big expansion into light and we connect with higher frequencies than we normally do or we stay inspired longer than we normally do, that light will activate a cleanse Mm -hmm. and it will begin to dissolve and flush out everything that is disinspired or contrary everything that we've held that runs contrary to what makes us light up whatever that is fear grief loss anger whatever we're holding that is contrary to the inspiration that we want to live. Will will dissolve as we spend more time being inspired, and so we will have cycles of that density dissolving and releasing. Um, the point is that alternating with increased inspiration, there will be cycles of productive cleanse that we mm-hmm. can allow, and the goal is to not judge it and to not get stuck in it. So we come. When our frequency goes low, we can just by default feel discouraged. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't realize we can opt out when we can. So it Mm -hmm. is a good practice to come back as quickly as possible. You know, not as a demand on with self-love to just come back as quickly as possible. Okay. I went down and what's going on with me and I'm having this cycle and how soon can I come back? Where am I at? Let me open my heart. I don't have to understand everything that's happening in my head. Let me just open the heart. What would Mm -hmm. feel good? How can I express myself? Do I need to nurture myself more and be quiet? When can I come back to being inspired? And how can I do that naturally? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I'm hanging out in this stuck low place because I haven't given myself a chance to come back and light up yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of, I'm not answering your questions in the shortest way. I'm talking through some of the process there.
0: Yeah, it's it's helpful because there's a I think a big part of the original question is that needs to be answered is that it's natural to be disinspired or to feel low quote unquote yes. low and yes and a big part of coming back to inspiration is accepting and allowing that disinspiration absolutely and. and and it can also, once we practice and through this course, for example, or um, just attuned awareness to our, our consciousness level, we can become aware when we're feeling low and choose to open back up to inspiration. And, and that's a practice. That's something that we can actually cultivate, which is the practice of ascension. It's the practice of empowerment you know, to to cultivate your own empowerment so that you can actually become aware of your state of consciousness with love and be like, okay, I'm ready to try and like get myself out of this a bit and how can I do that?
1: Right, right. So the empowered, the empowered practice is to first of all understand that it is normal and in a sense for a while even productive um, while we... Are inspired as much as possible it's normal and productive to be outside of inspiration intermittently and that that mm-hmm. is part of it right. and and yes yeah, so the place of empowerment first and foremost is to align with our experience where we are at mm-hmm. to align with our experience where we are at if it seems like the opposite of what we intended if it's uncomfortable if it's confusing discouraging scary align open our hearts to ourselves, align with it where we're at and just start tuning into how can I let this serve me? How can I let this serve me? Even if it's going to serve me at first through discomfort, it's going to wake me up through discomfort. Mm -hmm. Or am I keeping myself in discomfort and I don't have to? Or do I just need to let something process through and I'm just going to make a cup of tea and I'm going to feel crappy for two hours and it's going to be done when it's done, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, but aligning with it is the place of empowerment because really, really, really what's happening is that the light is increasing on the planet and that activates our soul plans and records and our DNA for what we came in to do where we are out of alignment with our potential, that will put stress on us. It will feel like things are going wrong,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it's really all for us. It's really all for us. All of it, all of it, all of it. So when we align with it, then we can let it serve us. And then we are empowered in our process, whether it feels good or it doesn't. We're at the center of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a really beautiful way to take responsibility, I think, for your life. Um, Like what you said, being at the center of it. It's like it's not happening to us. It's not this victim state. It's like whether it's blissful or painful or challenging, it's still – you have your center, you have yourself and your love and your compassion for yourself. And that is where, that's the foundation for everything else that's happening.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and so in surface life experience, things are gonna, um, well, depending on where we're at, but at least in parts of the 3D surface world, things will continue to seem polarized and there will be upheavals. So whether it seems like we're having a flurry of everything we've always wanted, a flurry of validation and achievement, Mm -hmm. or everybody seems to be misunderstanding us and saying the wrong thing and ruining our day and they've all organized to do it together somehow, whatever the out is happening on the outside, the most important thing is to keep coming back to our center. We tend to, the, the old way that we've operated is that we give our power away. We outsource it to the outside, whether we think that we're in disaster or we're in success.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. Both,
1: both. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah to, keep, to keep coming back to center and to say, where am I in this? Where am I in this and what's running inside of me? What am I choosing? What, are, what am I doing? Am I staying really, really connected to my center through all of this? Am I owning how I'm investing my energy? What I'm giving away and what I'm receiving? Am I, am I owning it? And Am I staying aligned with the center? Mm-hmm. Um, through the wonderful and the terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. There's, okay, so we're probably already at 30 minutes for sure. Okay. Um, there's so many more things that I want to talk about. Yeah, just
1: four hours, we'll have it. No yeah. problem. So. 20 minutes, four hours, you know. <laughs> we may have to revise just couch time with Cena and Leah. Just fix We may have to change the series or something Totally. okay all right yeah
0: so um oh man okay so I think one thing that really wants to come through before we tie tie it all together is something that you said recently about okay so we're in we're in flow like everything's happening and and good things are happening and Uh, we're getting all the things that we wanted and there's that phase and then there's the like everything sucks and nothing's working phase. Um, And when you were speaking about the everything's great flow, quote unquote, flow phase, it really reminded me of the law of attraction. Um, And it's kind of uh, in that there's a, there's almost when everything feels good, it's like, great, I'm doing good. Everything's happening. I'm, I'm kind of from a law of attraction viewpoint like i'm manifesting my reality in a good way and i'm thinking good thoughts and it's working and then inevitably we we go to more of a uh, things are not working place and then if we're operating from the law of attraction teachings only then then it becomes what am i doing wrong and why am i not manifesting right or well or what you know what's what thoughts are programmed in my mind that i can't see and now everything's falling apart and it's all my fault um so can you speak a little bit about that yes this is a really
1: common and i have i do i do see people that it's very very we can feel we can feel feel this 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 really magnetic power and this truth that our thoughts have creative ability and that that is natural to us and that's and that we're tapping something Mm -hmm. that is like right there that we've been missing and that just gets wildly exciting and i and uh i also do see people that you know just (laughs) it feels so good to feel like you're in some creative flow alignment between inner and outer, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you're not blocking it, and you're flowing with your desires, and it's working, and it's in alignment, and it's like all the gears are moving together. And that's really satisfying, and then when that stops, I see people get in full-on obsessions (laughs) over how to just get back in that space right Mm -hmm. like how did you and but they're not really tuning into what's going on inside they're just trying to get those inner outer gears to just move that way again um and people so you know i get it though it's really powerful when we're there um what I want to say about this here Cena um, I you know I like Abraham, I like esther hicks i I know what those teachings are I they're real and they're true and i mm-hmm. I appreciate them I mean i I know when things are real or not. I think that's like mm-hmm. my basic those teach those that information's real it's legit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And it doesn't, I do feel like there, it it can, it is easy for people to use it in an unhelpful way when there's other parts that are other information that's not included.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What I'm gonna speak to, the law of attraction feels like it, it, you know, it highlights certain principles of being here in form and what it is to create and how energy becomes manifest and how we become conscious of that. What I'm gonna speak to is what we're doing when we ascend. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who choose to ascend, which I maintain is everyone now, and this may not apply, this may not apply to people older generations, but everyone that has come in probably since the 70s and 80s, who's not going to stay asleep, for the most part is going to, they chose to ascend, whether they align with that or not.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. For the ascension process to ascend, we reclaim all of ourselves. The central goal is to remember and reclaim and reawaken to what we are. That means illuminating everything that's been dormant or and or seeming separate or unconscious. So when we use something like the law of attraction and our higher soul is like, okay, I've got your whole ascension path lined out. So we're gonna use everything for your ascension. You at the human level feel like you wanna have this for dinner. You want your package delivered or whatever you want that's all great but we're what we're really doing is ascension (laughs) okay Okay. so let's say we focus on met whatever we want with the law of attraction okay I want these relations this relationship to go this way I want it to go this way When we allow our desire to flow through and we welcome it conscious and we give it energy, it does energize those potentials. Whatever is distorted or unconscious that is part of that. If there is some karmic patterning, some separation patterning in that desire, we don't realize it. we're not conscious. Mm -hmm. that's that's the best thing that we feel like we can wish for we're not aware of where it's distorted we energize that desire we are magnetizing that potential into our experience we are also energizing the distortions in it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: now this will be used to serve what was unconscious is brought conscious so everything around that desire does start to play through, but it may seem like we're getting actually the opposite of what we want. Mm. But what we have done fundamentally by welcoming that desire conscious and the part of us that holds that desire is we have also welcomed what was distorted, held in separation and unconscious in that part of ourselves into the light. And that will transmute detox play out however it does Mm -hmm. so i'm actually trying to draw a bigger picture here in that sense we're getting so let's say that i'm imagining a relationship and it comes but then this incredible distortion plays out it's like the opposite of what i wanted but there was this huge karmic cleanse and now i'm more conscious and i have more fully integrated that part of me that that uh was less integrated before i went through that relationship experience so i am actually closer to having not just the thing i was focusing on with the law of attraction but the fully aligned ascended version of it because me focusing on that desire helps speed up all the distortions and the unresolved karma Bring it into the light, and I got more in touch with that part of me that runs those desires. The part of that part of me, let's say, in this vague example I'm using, that was running that desire or wanting that relationship to go a certain way, had lots of unconscious distortions, wasn't fully integrated, wasn't in alignment with love. That relationship played out, it does not go how I wanted. But I know that part of myself better. That part of me now has been purified. Some of those karmic programs have been resolved, residues. And I am more whole. So I am closer to actually being that thing that I thought I wanted on the outside. And that Mm -hmm. is what we do in ascension. But in homage to the law of attraction, I would say please open your heart to your desires. Get to know them. Welcome them. Welcome the parts that feel pure and happy and holy, and also be willing to look at the parts that do not flatter you, that you're not Mm -hmm. proud of. Welcome it all. Yes, it's a beautiful practice to focus on what we want more of. Get some flowers if you want to feel abundant. Make a vision board for the Yacht. i don't know what people want do put your stuff around (laughs) you know um um do that and enjoy it And, and in ascension it will also flush through anything related that is based in lack in inner separation in fear in greed in scarcity that will flush through what we come closer to is becoming all of those things we were pining for on the outside.
0: Yeah, that was, that was great. I feel like that, that was amazing. I got so many (laughs) many activations through that. It really, at, yeah. This
1: is what I look to you for, Cena. When I go around <laughs> the track, you have to say okay, yes, okay. You have to show so we me. We got there. We, the we got
0: there. Yeah, we <laughs> hit the mark. I like. I feel we hit the mark. Um, okay. And that. I mean, really, like the way that you explained that, that was just another validation for me of the power of working with the structure that you created and working with with you and. um You know, I just want to speak to what you've created, this Ascension Essentials course. We're calling it a course. It's not like an online course like many people who are listening to this may be used to. Um, It's really, it's not like we're picking up a new skill. It's not like you just put Ascension in your, like, toolkit, and then you add it on to um, your guitar lessons, and your singing, and whatever else you're, like, marketing, Instagram 101. one but it's like it's really or and and the key is like this isn't a course where you are excited about and then you 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 sign up and then it fades and then it becomes this thing that you have to do and there's all this pressure and it's like why was i even interested in the first place there's there's a lot of distortion and confusion in, in the online world and this is really um i think this is how you i wrote down how you actually described it this this offering is a way to align with the most supported trajectory for what your soul came here to do and it provides activations that will continue for your lifetime so it's like this yeah i would just want to say that to set the stage this isn't this isn't, isn't typical it's not a thing that you learn.
1: This course is not, it's not a thing that you learn. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, uh, teaching is a word we use loosely. Teaching is something that happens if people are receptive and the information comes alive. I don't, the course, if it is, if it is used from the heart, is a foundation and it is a toolkit kit. And it is light activations that will serve you for your ascension throughout this lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, and it is
1: focuses really, on empowerment. Absolutely, this this course is is to help people become themselves, wake mm-hmm. up to themselves. This isn't my thing. That I don't. This isn't about me. This isn't about anyone else's idea of what anyone should be doing. Mm -hmm. And I really don't prescribe ways to follow. I don't, would you agree? In the course, I don't tell people how to live it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: business that I'm in. This course, the idea is that if you use it, you are more yourself you are more yourself. You are more aligned with yourself. You are more alive as yourself. You are more connected and more grounded and more expanded as yourself. And and you can use what you do in this course throughout your path.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And another thing I want to say is that the Q&A Option that you provide, so this—that's basically an, an opportunity to work with you one-on-one by emailing your questions about the course to series. And um, I've been working with series in this way for the past three years, probably via email primarily. And um, this by by signing up for the course, it's a really affordable and accessible way to also get one-on-one time with series, and it's very helpful and it, and like like she said she's not telling she's never i don't think ever told me how to live my life like she's never told me what to do or what not to do it's always always been a supportive loving guidance of how to find my my center and my empowerment and how to navigate the situation in a way where i can come back to myself so it's it's really potent work and i i just fully vouch for it, and that's why we're, we're here today talking about it. Um, OK. Yes,
1: so. thank you. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you. And so the Q&A yeah. option is almost, I've discounted the course so that if you add the Q&A option for purchase, it it's, you know it almost negates the price of the Q&A, the discount on the course. Okay. And it's the Q&A allows you to do a round of questions with me once a week for the seven weeks of the course it's not the same as full written ascension guidance, but it is a way to do some one-on-one work with me and to personalize the experience further mm-hmm. of the course mm-hmm. for yourself. And, you know, and I think, it's, you know, even though it's a bit, it's, it's less formal, the Q and A than fuller one-on-one work. Anytime I'm in conversation with anyone I'm working with, um, priorities of that person's higher soul are there. I mean that's just
0: yeah you're you're definitely tuning in to a lot and and I can feel it and I know people can feel it. So it does become personalized. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then generously you also offered five percent for podcast listeners or anyone maybe watching this on YouTube um, through the end of January. Um, with the context we provided in the beginning, um, we, this is such a potent time, right? The seeds are being planted and th- are open now through March. And so the the hope, the prayer, the intention, the invitation is to join us in the course starting in January so that you can go through these seven weeks during this, this portal that we're in right now. Um, and so the code is January, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we have no retrograde planets; they're all going mm-hmm. forward. It's a very, very fast forward-moving time. And yes, the what I'm being shown is that it's there's so much support for people to do this work between now and and the spring equinox. And to mm-hmm. so to <clears throat> invite people to do that, yes, extra five percent off on the course. If you get it in January,
0: awesome,
1: and then it can be complete by the spring equinox.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all the links to the course um, will be in. I'll put them in the notes for this, and also put. Um, you can find Sarah's website from that as well if you want to learn more about what she offers. Um, and we'll be back next week. I think, I think we that was full spectrum. We covered a lot, and also. Yes. So much more to cover so yeah
1: <laughs> thank you Sina, for your brilliant facilitating
0: of course thank uh, you for all the downloads
1: yes 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 absolutely um i'm sure all of you know that cena is a forward-moving powerhouse under herself <laughs> so yes thanks for all your work of course all right
0: it's- yeah
1: So next week we'll see we'll be back for the next one next week
0: okay sounds yep. good
1: okay bye, bye.
0: everyone lots bye. of love mm, thanks for tuning in for that juicy informative supportive episode i'd love to hear if anything resonated specifically with you or do you have any questions that you'd like us to go more in depth in as we continue with these series um you can email me at love at dot mariacom or you can DM me on Instagram at cena double underscore Maria. Um, you can find all of this on the Medicine of Being Human podcast website. It's just human.com. So I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can also subscribe to make sure that you get the next episodes. Um, I'll also be posting my plan. We'll see if this happens, but I want to post episodes, some shorter episodes outside of this series over the next seven weeks. So um, if you want to just get on the the subscription list on whatever app you're using, you're welcome to subscribe and that will make sure that you get a little notification when new episodes are posted. Um, And that also helps with my my ratings and reviews, I don't really know how all these apps are judging these things, but I know that there's about 15 reviews on iTunes and I'm so grateful for them. So thank you for everyone that submitted these really sweet reviews. And if you're finding this content supportive, please uh, take a few minutes and leave a review. It would really mean a lot. Um, Okay. Have a blessed week and I'll see you next week with the second pillar of ascension.